0: hello everyone thank you very much for downloading episode eight of let's talk touchdowns with me morgan edwards and england's most accurate predictor of the future (laughs) k ryan hines How you doing man?
1: I like that one, oh, I'm not too yeah. bad thanks Morgie, how you doing?
0: Yeah, yeah I'm good, a little bit disappointed because uh, the predictions for the week it didn't go in my favour <laughs> again this week mm. and they've gone very much in your favour. As obviously. I said
1: to you I would say I'm surprised but I'm not. Like, you're just killing you it mate. You just, <laughs> sometimes oh, you just really do be like that.
0: <laughs> it really do be like that, you're right. Um, it's just the two of us this week, uh, obviously we had your friend Ben on last week didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. Um, we might have my friend Ben on next week. A different Ben. Two Bens, uh, that's my. Two Bens, just there's far too many Bens going around. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just going to be the two of us this week, and we're just going to got actually a, a jam packed episode for you mm. because we will be revealing a brand new feature um, ooh, later ooh, ooh. on. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, but before we get to that, um, let's just jump into the to the games from week seven, like like we always do. Yeah. First game straight off the bat. Eagles beat the Giants in a rubbish game, 22-21.
1: Oh, that was such a sad game. (laughs) I I, I don't know which team was worse. Whoever the Giants and Eagles play, it's hard to decide who's the worst team. Exactly. On this occasion, it had to be the Giants.
0: Yeah, I mean... The Eagles have actually won eight consecutive games against the Giants now. I'm not sure but that's it's very not flattering. Saying much. <laughs> no, it's not that's much. true. That is true. But um the highlight for me of that game, without a doubt, was Please don't say it. Daniel Jones. <laughs> running all the way down the pitch oh for him to trip up because he was just running faster than his body could <laughs> carry him potentially.
1: That was so sad. It was apparently the longest quarterback run since two thousand and five or two thousand fifteen, I can't remember. But um What for a Giants Q B? No, just any Q B. Really? Yeah, oh, I'm very no. sure. No. It was um because it was a good eighty yard run mm. and um the longest runs or like runs close to that would have been Lamar Jackson but mm. he only goes like 50-40 yards at a time Where that was um close to 70-80 yards oh I it feel bad so for him like you,
0: you just he obviously wanted that so badly because obviously you know the Giants are one in six yeah. right now <laughs> you know they haven't had a good start to the season they're doing really poorly
1: it's not a and good like... start at all
0: no, it's really not. Um, they, did they score a touchdown from that drive anyway?
1: Yeah, eventually. Um, right. It was like a fourth down, fourth and goal. And, yeah. um they got a touchdown. I can't remember to who. It might have been Golden Tate or someone. But, <sighs> um if if there wasn't a touchdown from that um, drive, then I didn't, I mean, there's just no hope. I yeah. mean, there's no hope anyway, but. No.
0: Like, At least you're not as bad as the Jets. They're now 0 7. At least Giants have got a win under their belt when they, uh, they beat Washington last week. Yeah, but um it's I mean, the not Jets, really. Yeah, I mean the Jets suck. I say every the week. Jets do suck. It I was don't... it
1: was a weird game though because um the Jets had the lead for a while.
0: Mm. Yeah, the Bills made that way harder than it should have been. They only beat them 18 points to 10. Mm. Bills now on 5 and 2, Jets obviously on 0 and 7 and I feel bad. I, I'm actually starting to feel bad for saying that the Jets suck because, you <laughs> I know, mean, I,
1: why they they do suck.
0: They do. I, I you know, I don't want to be too biased of of a host of a podcast, so but they're just not doing well at I all. I don't like think it comes game. down to
1: bias. It comes down to pure facts that the Jets suck.
0: <laughs> that is true. I mean, they're on their second uh, of all time zero and seven start. The last time they did that was nineteen ninety six. So it's not even like they're as bad as they used to be. It's like they're as they're the worst that they've been since nineteen ninety
1: six. Yeah, it's it's. I I don't know what um, I don't know how you fix the Jets because Sam Donald came back in. And um, didn't really make a difference.
0: You just need a complete overhaul of the team, really. I mean, you know, it happened yeah. with the Browns. The Browns were woeful, and they're doing pretty all right now. What they're on, they're on yeah. five and two. Is it? Let me have a look. Yeah,
1: that, that's that's absolutely mad. It's not like the Jets don't have a young quarterback like the Browns did. They picked up Baker Mayfield. The Browns obviously picked up Baker Mayfield. Mm. Jets picked up Sam Donald so <laughs> It's just... quite a difference
0: between those two guys, isn't it? <laughs>
1: You wouldn't have thought so last year, because the Browns obviously were quite bad last year and the year before. Mm-hmm. But um as you said, the Browns obviously come better um come out better for it and the Jets suck.
0: Yeah, the Jets do suck. I mean, just back to the Browns, like they beat the Bengals 37-34, So it's not even that much of an achievement. Like the Bengals aren't that good either mm-hmm. on one five and one this season. But I mean, Mayfield's having a ball at the minute. He he threw five passing touchdowns, which is tied for the most in Cleveland's history
1: he did and the game winning drive the bengal's had scored um, to make it 34 to i think 30 or something mm-hmm. and um, only had about a minute and 6 seconds left on the clock but mm-hmm. then the browns came back from the 20 their own 25 yard line and made, got a touchdown in i think it was about 55 seconds with like 11 seconds to spare yeah yeah so um that just shows you, a, the Bengals are terrible, but b, Baker Mayfield can lead that offense, and he obviously is doing quite well. With Browns being five and two, I, I was, re- I'm just being really impressed by Baker because mm-hmm. this isn't the Baker we saw last year or the year before. So, it's
0: just yeah, something else. yeah, you're definitely right, and he's leading that offense, but he might have a little bit more difficulty with that now because if you've seen OBJ's out for the season,
1: out for the season, I knew, I knew he was out for the game. Um, what happened?
0: I think he's out for the season. I don't know. I can't remember. Um I can have a quick look on, on my phone um very quickly, but I can't mm. quite remember what happened to him off the top of my head. But um
1: the Brown the Browns will miss him, but um I think Jarvis Landry is he's obviously not at um OBJ level, but he's it he's there he's good enough to where they won't miss um OBJ the same way as Saints are missing um, Michael Thomas.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I mean the Saints, we always struggle against the Panthers. I mean, we beat the Panthers 27-24 this week. You know, we're, we're up to 4-2 now. It's kind of like a bittersweet victory in that it's, yeah, we got a victory, but it's not that impressive because, I mean, the Panthers, have been, they've been all right. have They haven't been bad. Yeah. but They're not great. <laughs> I mean, they're on 3-4. and four. Teddy Bridgewater's actually doing all right for them. Um, with yeah. Chris McCaffrey's coming back soon is is the news. But I mean, the Saints, we always seem to struggle against the Panthers because it's in the division. But actually, interestingly, we've won the last six of, of, of seven in Carolina.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I don't know what it is. I, I feel like that NFC South is quite a, a close division in, in the rivalries that are there. Quite similar to the to the NFC East, I think. Um, Osi Umanura, the, the the two-time Super Bowl winning defensive end, yeah. the BBC correspondent. He obviously he played for the Giants and won the Super Bowl with the Giants twice, and he also played for the Falcons. He went and got some money at the Falcons before he retired. And he said, "There's nothing, there's no more kind of fierce division than the NFC South when he was playing in Atlanta." And they said they absolutely hate each other. All all four of those teams. Yeah. So I mean, that's all I can think of when it comes down to why we struggle against the Panthers.
1: Yeah, the Panthers, they did put up a fight to be fair, and but the Saints aren't making it easy for themselves. They really aren't. No. And I'm not sure why. They obviously miss Michael Thomas. He wasn't mm. he wasn't in the game, was he, this week?
0: No, he's still out. Um I'm not actually sure when he's coming back, but I think the thing with the Saints is that whenever we get ourselves in a pickle, Drew Brees just goes into another level and be like, right, Michael Thomas is catching every one of these passes yeah, and we're scoring yeah. a touchdown. And obviously we've got weapons there that can score touchdowns. You know, That's evident with the 27 points Mm. we've scored this week. But when you don't have that guy that can get you out of a jam 99% of the time, I think that's why we're struggling struggling a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think it is. And um, Drew Brees obviously has an amazing connection with Michael Thomas. And because he had that amazing connection with Michael Thomas, he hasn't developed that kind of same level or just Mm. under that level with the rest of his receivers. So it's kind of, him developing that relationship during the game time and um I guess that's something he would have done pre season. Like you obviously wouldn't start um all of your stars just in case they get injured mm. and uh Drew Brees wouldn't have started that much but during the pre season it's those time it's that time you get to uh, kind of feel out your receivers and develop that relationship and either it's there instantly and or it grows and obviously it takes time but um yeah I think Breeze is still trying to just develop that kind of relationship with his receivers and get to know their strengths as well as um them know mm. his so mm. yeah
0: and talking about good relationships with quarterbacks and, and and receivers I mean Tom Brady is is killing it over there in the, in, in Tampa Bay right now especially with Gronk Gronk's playing back yeah. at the level that he was playing when he was in the Patriots I mean they beat the Raiders 45 points to 20 and mm-hmm. with the Patriots also losing this weekend being on a two and four record it, it kind of begs the question. Were they good because of Tom Brady, or were they good because of Belichick?
1: I'm not sure. You know, I I am starting to think that it might have been Brady. Mm. You know, because um, as you said, the books, the Raiders aren't a bad team. They beat them. Yeah. Um,
0: the Chiefs. Who they beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs uh, yeah.
1: Super Bowl winners. Mm-hmm. And um, the Raiders, yeah, they're not. A, they're not an easy team to beat. No. And they put forty-five points past them.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, they beat the um. <laughs> The Saints as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. they did.
1: Um, so the books, they're 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 doing bits, you know. Tom Brady's obviously leading that offense. Michael Evans didn't even have that many receptions. I I um mm. didn't hear his name at all. And Grunk, he's getting more, he's getting more throws in the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, he was more of a blocking um mm-hmm. quarterback like Chris mentioned, or blocking tight end like Chris mentioned. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's he's putting um. Putting in work now, and yeah. I mean, so are
0: the re- uh,
1: other receivers at the books?
0: Yeah, it's understandable, really, isn't it? Because obviously he, he had a year out. Um, yeah. he, he retired. He came out of retirement to go and play in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, fair play to him because he's he's those two. Uh, that connection's leading the the Buccaneers to five victories this season already. Yeah, and I know. not only and, that, um, but oh, sorry, gone gone?
1: No, the books last year they weren't that good. Uh, they barely weren't even if they weren't even at all.
0: Yeah, oh, exactly. Winning. So so far, there's been the most uh, touchdown passes by a Tampa Bay quarterback in the first seven games ever, and that's as a result of Tom Brady. He's thrown eighteen passing touchdowns in the first seven games, which is the, the you know the most yeah. <laughs> in Tampa Bay's history, and it just shows that, that Buccaneers was a good fr- the Buccaneers were a good franchise, and I think with that one change in quarterback, and obviously you got stars like Fournette and and Gronk have gone there, but mm. I think that the, almost everything was there, and they just needed that you know, one star player in, in Tom Brady yeah. to come and, and switch it all up.
1: Definitely, because um, you were saying that James Winston, uh, former book quarterback, uh, he had the most touchdowns with most interceptions. So obviously mm. the talent's there, but you just mm-hmm. needed the, <laughs> that good quarterback. And obviously yeah. James Winston is not that good quarterback. No. And um, Tom Brady is pretty much the GOAT. So, yeah, um, yeah I think the books, they... I wasn't sure about the books. If you uh, listen mm. back to our first episode, wasn't sure about the books just because it was it would have even gone really well for them or really poorly, and obviously it's going really well for them. So it's going to be interesting to see how how much they can keep up with this.
0: Yeah, definitely. We we were obviously kind of skeptical at the at the start whether it's going to be, yeah. you know, hyping them all up like like we did with the brands a few seasons ago. Mm. But um, talking about some other, well, perhaps another goat. Quarterback then, uh, Aaron Rodgers leading the Packers to another victory. They beat the kind of woeful Texans. No surprise there. But 20 points of 35, Green Bayers. Comfortable
1: victory. Yeah,
0: comfortable. I mean, six and zero all time in Houston, and the Packers currently on five and one. Um. Can't really ask much more of them at the minute, can you?
1: No, they're kind of doing everything right. I think um, last week was a bit of a hiccup for them. Um, I think they kind of underestimated the books. Mm-hmm. Same way, it looks like everyone's kind of underestimated the Bucs yeah. just to go back to the Raiders because I, I, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> but yeah, um, the Packers, they're, they're doing well. They're, they're doing what they need to do to win. Mm-hmm. And um, it's shown, obviously. And Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is just, he's loving it. He's living
0: his best life yeah absolutely and i mean i think Devonte adams is back now isn't he say so, yeah he um, had um
1: he had one or two touchdowns i can't remember mm-hmm. he had a lot of catches so, yeah, yeah definitely it's, it's bit, that it you see that experience again with rogers and um a trusted wide receiver and yeah like the same way breeze and thomas um you have rogers and um mm-hmm. adams
0: yeah no doubt and then obviously tom brady with mike evans and Grant yeah, exactly. and chris godwin <laughs> yeah but moving on swiftly, then. So, uh, I mean, the Chiefs got another victory again, one of the other top teams in the league. They've they've yeah. put 43 points past the Broncos, um, <laughs> who's only managed to score 16. And there was snow in Denver as well. I loved that. First yeah, snow first of the snow game. Of the, yeah. of the year, yeah. Sorry. Winter's yeah, coming, um... Kay. Winter's <laughs> coming. <laughs> Winter's coming.
1: The Chiefs are coming. 6 and yeah. 1. You know. Um... It's just, you kind of expect them to put, those are the numbers you expect them to put on the yeah. boards with the um, stars they have. Um, yeah, they got they were winning so much that Mahomes um, um, wasn't the quarterback towards the end of the game, it was one of their backup quarterbacks.
0: Oh really, I didn't notice that.
1: Yeah, it's you know, something <laughs> the NFL teams do just to uh, protect their quarterbacks, yeah. especially like Mahomes, you don't want him getting injured. It's hard to play on a uh, snowy pitch as well, just mm. because of how slippery it is. Mm. But And um, usually, uh, when there is snow, quarterbacks don't throw the ball as much. There's mm. a lot more running. But um, now Mahomes just threw it. He ran it. He uh, passed it off. He did whatever he wanted. He, run that, he ran that game.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs surely have got to be in the Super Bowl again this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, easily. I mean, it was it's... nice seeing um, Lev Bell, though, as well. He had a few snaps.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's he's there now, isn't he? And um, Yeah. I think there's plenty of of strong teams in the AFC, which we'll talk about later. But I mean, we've got to consider the Chiefs as, as the favourites. I'd say.
1: I mean, yeah, they are. They are. They. Um, they only loss was to the Bills. Uh, no, the Raiders wasn't it.
0: Mm-hmm. Raiders.
1: And um, they won over the Bills, which are a really good team as well. So mm-hmm. it will be. They haven't had the hardest run, but they haven't had the easiest run. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they come up another, against another good team, like another decent team obviously mm-hmm. the Broncos aren't but um yeah kind of just properly test them
0: yeah I mean talking we've been talking about some some quality teams now time to talk about some perhaps not so quality teams uh Washington beat the Cowboys 35 points to three I mean uh, the Cowboys like let me just wheel off some stats for you here right Go off. The Cowboys had 142 net yards right the fewest since week one of 2001 uh, Dallas also lead the league on turnovers against them with 16 at the half. Uh, this oh. was at halfway through the game in, in this week, yeah. week seven, so total 16 turnovers this season. And the Cowboys oh. have also trailed by 17 or more points at the half in four out of the seven games of this season.
1: Oh. It's just it's not looking good.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's gone from bad to worse, really. Obviously, Dak going out. At least there was some hope when, when Dak was there. But Washington put 35 points past them. Washington. 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 And the Cowboys <laughs> only got three. three. Cowboys got three. Washington doesn't even have a name. Their team <laughs> doesn't have a name. And they still beat the Cowboys.
1: Uh, Washington, they've gone through quarterbacks as well this season. Um, they started on... Who was it? The short, Dwayne Haskins. Um, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Then they went to Alex Smith, and now they're on Allen. Kyle is, Allen. Yep. Kyle Allen is he a rookie? Uh,
0: no, he was at the Panthers. He was the guy I that know, was. Uh... Yeah,
1: he, his name sounded familiar, but yeah, obviously the Washington are terrible. But um, thirty-five points. I mean, we know <laughs> yeah. um the Cowboys' defense is it's terrible. It's one yeah. of the worst in the league. Yeah. But then just to put up three points. Three mm-hmm. points. When you have Amari Cooper, you have um, C. Kelly, Andy Dalton was in there for a while, and he was leading the Bengals. Um, he mm. was their franchise quarterback for quite a while, and obviously he went out um, third quarter with a nasty hit. Mm-hmm. But um, three points. <laughs> nah, I'm it's sorry. shocking,
0: isn't it? It's shocking. <laughs> oh. anyway, uh, well,
1: I was uh, when I was just reading um, the scores, and I saw that the Cowboys lost thirty-five to three. I was like, I watched this game. What... Did they only score three points? I had to <laughs> yeah. Google it to make sure you were right. And yeah, it was three points.
0: It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's it was. Unbelievable. Um, mm. uh, we'll just move swiftly on because I'm still yeah. sad over the loss of <laughs> Dak Prescott from my fantasy team. And we'll chat We'll chat some fantasy later on. Mm. But I mean, the last two games then, that we haven't mentioned, and we'll chat about them very briefly then. is The, uh, the Chargers beat the Jaguars 20, 39-29. I mean, it's kind of an interesting game because the Jags took the lead for a bit and then
1: yeah.
0: uh, Justin Herbert... I mean, he he rushed for 66 yards, which is the most in the Los Angeles Chargers history, which is no surprise because, I mean, it's only been Rivers (laughs) at the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, Rivers Uh, can't run. Rivers can't run. Um, And then the Rams, I mean, the Rams on Monday Night Football, they beat the Bears. I I feel Mm. like the Bears had a kind of a poor game, you know, kind of perhaps being found out a bit. I'm not sure if they're a 5-2 team myself.
1: I, I don't think either of those. I don't think the Rams or the Bears are five and two team. Personally, no. um, especially not the Rams. The Rams are just boring. They haven't. They don't excite me. They don't. No.
0: Um,
1: I don't know how they're on five and two personally. Yeah, I just don't. No.
0: Part of the reason why we don't really talk about them too much on <laughs> on this on this podcast, really, at least because they're just, just a bit dull. Yeah. Like it they is. win. They've won five games because of Sean McVay. I mean, he just knows what what plays to call and when. Really, and and yeah. that's pretty much it.
1: Um, Jared Goff used to be an exciting quarterback. Like I've said before, when they had that, um, there were, I think it was a couple of seasons ago, um, they made it to, all the way to the Super Bowl. And that season, mm. they were amazing. But then, ever since that Super Bowl game and in the Super Bowl game, Jared Goff has just been a wet fish. He hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't been doing anything.
0: I mean, he's not been bad. He hasn't it's been just, bad. No. It's just been. But... A wet fish.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's um, he hasn't been. I don't know what it is, but obviously Sean McVay is one. The, he's a really good young, cor- um, young coach, and um, it'll be really nice to see what he does over the next like ten years or so. If he mm. can kind of lead them back to the um, Super Bowl, maybe it's this year they do it because um, they're on five and two, so they could make it there.
0: Okay, one last game before we move on <laughs> to the last final three games. I mean, the Falcons did it again. They did yeah. it again. They they were they leading. And then he lost to the Lions, 22-23.
1: And I think the Lions only won because of Kenny Galladay.
0: Yeah. Kenny Galladay
1: absolutely showed out.
0: He's insanely good. I've been saying it the whole season, You
1: have, you have, you have. I kind of slept on him. I kind of slept on him.
0: This is one of the few things that I've actually predicted accurately this season, (laughs) is that Kenny Galladay is good.
1: Yeah. He, he's better than good. He's, he's better than good. He made some insane catches. And not mm. even, only did he catch the ball, he survived the ground with some hard hits. And mm. That's just amazing. Yeah. Lines it's a three and three. And I, I think they win that because of Kenny Galladay.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a catch that he made. Go check it out at home if you haven't seen it. But he kind of like caught it and then got knocked and landed on his head, didn't he? Yeah. It was insane. And, like... and he got up like he didn't even get hit. Yeah. He's just... He's a beast. He's an absolute yeah. beast. Anyway... That leaves three games that we haven't spoken about, which, which means it's time for our predictions for the week.
1: Wow, that's a wild card.
0: That uh-huh. is a wild card. Uh-huh. going to have to justify that. I'm, I'm going to have to justify that. You're right. It's going to be the package. It's going to be the package. has to be. It it? Has There's to no be. doubt about it. The Cowboys are going to win every other game after this one, but they're going to lose this one. No, oh, I'm Ooh, not sure about I'm <laughs> no.
1: Morgan and Kay's
0: predictions for the week. Okay, so, Kay, it was a... Uh, no, sorry, it was Ben. Ben chose mm-hmm. the three games for us to us three to choose this week. Um, should we take it in turns, K I'll read the first one, you read the second one, and then I'll go back to the third. Go okay, for it. So, game one that we had to predict. One of the games of the week, I'd say, was the Titans-Steelers game.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: Kay, you went for the Steelers, I went for the Titans, and the Titans lost. 24-27. Yeah. I mean, it's fine margins. It was a game of fine yeah, margins, it was, it was. and... I'm not even going to. Go on, go on.
1: I think it came down to um, kind of the defensive show-out again because the Titans' defence is obviously one of the best in the league. And I was saying earlier, um, the Steelers' run defence is... It has to be the best of league because they mm. absolutely stopped Derrick Henry yeah. multiple times. And when the Gi- when the Steelers played the Giants, I was saying about how they completely shut down um, Saquon Barkley's yeah, run yeah. game. Yeah. And again, they completely shut down Derrick Henry's run game. Obviously, um, not to the same extent because the Titans still got twenty four points. Derrick Henry got a, a nice jumping touchdown. He jumped mm. over like how That's many grimace. linemen. Yeah. But um yeah, the Steelers they're they're absolutely on fire.
0: Mm. I mean, they're six and zero for the first time in their franchise history, and like just going back to that Derek Henry thing, like he was absent for half for the first mm. half at least. But and that's I mean, a I...
1: testament to the Steelers' defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, this Titans team isn't a bad team at all. Obviously, they're five at all. and one. Oh, I yeah. saw a really interesting stat actually. Do you want to hear it? I do. I do. So this is only the fifth ever time that two undefeated teams have played each other in Week Seven. Ooh. Right. So this is only the fifth ever time. The previous all four previous times, the winner of that match has gone to the Super Bowl.
1: I, I I can see that. I can see both the Titans and the Steelers going to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I mean, so the Steelers won this game. So if if history were to repeat itself, the Steelers would be in the Super Bowl this year. That'd be yeah, that'd be interesting. I could see it yeah, happening. Yeah, would.
1: It's a completely new set of teams coming into the Super Bowl. It's mm. amazing. It's really nice to see yeah. the Steelers. I didn't think Ben Roethlisberger had it in him personally, but no. um, they did sum it to their defense. They did something amazing to their defense. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we talk about their offense every week, and it's because they're one of the best in the league, obviously. Mm. And um, yeah, I'm just really impressed by their defense.
0: Yeah, um, we say that every week as well, don't we? Like <laughs> yeah. this last, it was just it has to be said because they just that defense is shutting. Every team out at the minute.
1: Yeah, it is. And um, the Titans did well to put 24 past them. And mm. as you said, it was a really good game, a close game. But the Steelers got, um, just that much better. And it, yeah. it came out that way.
0: Yeah, I'm not even too disappointed about that prediction. You know, you got that one right. I got that one wrong. But like, it could have gone either way. What
1: that? I, I got it right. Here,
0: <laughs> yes, OK, you got it right. I mean, as testament to, to the introduction where I called you England's best predictor of the future. I mean, you got this one right. Yeah. And you got the next one right, which is which game, Kay? Uh,
1: it was the Patriots versus the 49ers, and the uh, 49ers won 33-6. And something's not right, at the Patriots, Morgan. Something is not right.
0: No, I mean, I'm still riding on the fact that the Patriots used to be good when it comes to these predictions. I think we've predicted three games in which the, 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 the Patriots have played, and I've predicted that the Patriots are going to win two times out of the three and each each one of those games i'm pretty sure they've lost because they're on they're on two and four now they lost yeah. the 49ers the this has to be suck. the
1: first time they, <laughs> this has to be the first time in a good 20 years where they're two and four because i doubt with them um, brady they were ever on a losing record was
0: that a guess yes Could because be i've got this stat right down written down right now Pats are two and four for the first time since the year 2000 <laughs> exactly. Oh,
1: what can I say?
0: You're just, mate, you're killing it. These All these predictions and these facts, you can make it up and it would be right. That's that's it the formula on at the minute.
1: It is what it is. <laughs> but the Patriots, I, something's not right there. Um, no. What is it, Morgan? What's not right there?
0: They don't have a good quarterback. I don't think Cam Newton's playing well. Jared Stidham came in because they benched Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't think that their offense fits Cam Newton's style of play. And I don't even think Cam Newton's been the same Cam Newton. I think... No. We kind of associate his quality with his name, but he's not mm-hmm. living up to that quality at the minute, so... I, I hate mean, to admit it, but you're completely right. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why so many teams passed him up for so long, and, like, the Patriots only nabbed him because no-one else did, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like they they fought tooth and nail to, to grab him over other teams, like, say, the Bears, for example, is where I thought he, he would go. I think but, he
1: would have suited the Bears better. Um, yeah. Patriots is a big name to kind of take on, and... Um, yeah, she said, Cam Newton's not been playing the same as he um, was at the Panthers. At the Panthers, he was amazing. Mm. Um, did he win a Super Bowl with them?
0: No, he got to the oh, Super Bowl but lost against Denver. Su- yeah,
1: But um, the Cam Newton at the Panthers is completely different from Cam Newton to the Patriots. Mm.
0: I mean, um, that season, when they got to the Super Bowl, they went 16 games undefeated, didn't they? It was a 16 um game for them and they just lost in the Super Bowl because the Broncos' defence with Von Miller was just insane. Mm. Um, and he's just not the same quarterback, is he?
1: No, he really isn't. Um, I, I don't know what's I don't know what's happening with him. No. Um, is it Be- Belichick then? Is it? What do you do to fix that?
0: I I don't know. I wonder whether it's kind of like um, kind of like an Alex Ferguson situation with Man United. Obviously, I, mm. when I, Alex Ferguson left, then the Man United got worse. Kind of the same thing, but as in Belichick's still there, but with Brady going, something like a substantial change in the team. And they've yeah. just kind of gone downhill since then. I think it might take a while for them to recover from this. Uh,
1: Brady is obviously a big shoes to fill. And um, we were all excited for Cam Newton to come because um, his persona and the way he was playing at Panthers, it was, um, it was good. It seemed like it might have been a good match, but it's obviously not. And mm. so do you keep Cam Newton? What do you do?
0: Um, I think you keep him for this season, uh, I think they only signed him on like a one year deal anyway. Mm. Um, and then you get someone good in the draft because, I mean, they're going to be at, down the bottom half of, of the teams at the end of the yeah. season, I reckon, by the looks of things so far. So they have the opportunity to grab, you know, a, a, a starting quarterback.
1: But what's happened to their defense as well? Because they were one of the best in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, their defense was insane last year, wasn't it? Or the yeah, year before, but, it was And the 49ers thing.
1: put 33 past them. And uh, we haven't really talked about the 49ers in this uh, this game. And... Mm. They were playing all right, but I think it's just more down to the, there's something really, really wrong with the Patriots.
0: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the Patriots are on, sorry, the 49ers are on 4-3, and three, so they're doing something right. But again, they're kind of like the Rams. We say this every week as well. They're yeah. just a bit dull. We don't really like yeah, the 49ers on, on that Stock Touchdown <laughs> as much. But
1: I like I like their running backs, but again, one of the 49ers running backs got injured. It's just a curse on the 49ers. Yeah.
0: They're, they're, they are struggling for injuries but I mean they're doing all right given the circumstances but yeah, they are. they're also in a, in a really tough division and in the same division as them are the Cardinals and the Seahawks and that was the mm. matchup the third game that K&I had to predict that Ben chose for us and I think the game of the week yeah so that was easily 37 points of 34 in favour of the Cardinals just a sensational match just all round and
1: oh, incredible it went into overtime as well didn't it yeah
0: Okay, I'm going to give you a licence to go off on this game. Who Who is the star performer, even though the Seahawks lost
1: <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Morgan. The, uh, is everyone listening? Is everyone listening? The star performer was my man Tyler
0: Lockett.
1: <laughs> Tyler Lockett went off two touchdowns, was it?
0: Three touchdowns.
1: Three touchdowns. He and absolutely balled out. 200 receiving yards. Absolutely yeah. balled out. And um, <laughs> do I need to say more about it? Do I need to say anymore?
0: You don't have Do you to say, say anymore. No, but one of the like plays of the
1: weeks was um, DK's run down of Russell Wilson's interception. Yeah, chasing uh,
0: down Bud Baker.
1: Yeah, and um, that was that was impressive. That's a nice um, show. Mm. So Russell Wilson was at was it the 10 uh, yard line of yeah, the so, uh, very
0: close mm.
1: of the Cardinals um, end zone, mm-hmm. and um, threw an interception right around the touchline touchdown line, uh, touch down line mm-hmm. and uh, Buda Baker intercepts it and ran it back. But um DK Metcalf ran him down for what? Eighty good eighty yards?
0: 80, 90 yards, something insane yeah. like that. Like he's just a beast. It was looked like a, like an adult chasing a kid. Because Budabaker's <laughs> well, tiny it's, it's not fair,
1: it's not fair. <laughs> but that was it was just an insane game. Um yeah. Kyler Murray, he's really liking having That really good core um, wide Mm. receivers. Mm -hmm. And I was seeing on one of the stats on the game DeAndre Hopkins has the highest pass uh, completion, oh no, highest reception completion for the league. So he's about uh, 34, where the next one, I can't remember who it is, but it's around 30. Wow. So um, uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins obviously have a very good connection.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're linking up amazingly. And I mean, Christian Kirk's playing well. He's finally coming into. Into contention as one of their top wide receivers, which is is great to see, really. And um, yeah. I think they just seemed like a, a very evenly matched game. It went back and forth, victory wise. I mean, yeah, it did. I, they just, I think, these teams are two teams are just pretty much equal, and all it came down to was it was in overtime. Russell yeah. Wilson got sacked because there was nothing open. And then they yeah. scored a, a field goal from there to win the game. Like That's all it came down to. And I think when these teams play again, because uh, they're obviously in the same division, so they'll play mm-hmm. later in the season, I think the Seahawks could win that one. Or, or it could be the Cardinals. It could, you know, it could be either that they're so yeah. evenly matched. And I think it they're just was. a joy to watch, both of them.
1: It was. And um, we've been saying every week as well, the Seahawks have been winning, but not convincingly. Mm. And obviously that came to fruition this time. And they play in the Cardinals. The Cardinals... I'm just really impressed by Kyler Murray, you know, because he wasn't oppressing me at all last season. I was really, um, I I just wasn't impressed by him at all, Yeah. Um, but this season he's absolutely balling and um, I think it is because of DeAndre Hopkins mainly. I think the kind of theme of this week is the quarterback needs that one wide receiver Mm. that they trust and um, obviously Christian Kirk is a very good wide receiver, but he wasn't and Larry Fitzgerald, but they're not the same no. caliber as DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, and yeah. that uh, kind of gives Murray that confidence that you need. And obviously, yeah. it showed to be very good,
0: no doubt. So you went for the Seahawks in that one as well, right?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So we got yeah. that one. Yeah, we both think, got that one wrong. You,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, did we? Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because you didn't get any right this week. No, you got two for three, <laughs> and I got zero for three again. Again, so, what's the total scores? So you're on fourteen for twenty-one, Boop. and I'm on nine for twenty-one. So I've got Aww. I've got some catching up to do. I've
1: you got you got like two weeks or three weeks worth of catching
0: up. I'm pretty sure I got all nine of those in like the first four five yeah, weeks, and then I've just been sure shocking did. since then. <laughs> and moving swiftly on, then I mean, time for <laughs> our predictions for the week for for week eight, and it's my Give turn to pick the three since... games. Well, I know and you're I... gonna
1: pick some good ones, yeah.
0: I'm gonna pick some good ones, uh, which tactically isn't a good choice i should probably pick some easy wins <laughs> so i can actually get some wins under my belt but we don't do that on Let's talk touch we entry. don't do we, that we pick the content quality driven ones mm. so straight off the bat game number one this is probably the the least exciting of the three but still quite close uh cults at the lions
1: okay yeah um cults at the lions Colts. Mm. what are they
0: on Colts are on four and two lions are on three and three so they're but I think they're both teams that are pretty decent. I don't think either of them are bad teams. No, yeah, got some losses they, under their belt, unfortunately, pretty for those teams. Even, but pretty
1: yeah. even. I'm not sure, you know, because... Who's the Colts quarterback at the moment? Rivers. Philip
0: Rivers, yeah. And then, obviously, yeah. at the Lions, you got Matt Stafford, but with Kenny Golliday there that we were mm, talking about that's, earlier.
1: That's what I'm thinking now. That's what I'm thinking, because Kenny Golliday absolutely balled out. Mm. Um, who, do, who are you saying?
0: I'm going to go the Lions. I mean... I like their offense. I've been bigging their offense up all season. I, I'm a huge fan of Kenny Galladay. I, I feel like it could go either way. I've got Jonathan Taylor on my fantasy, who's who's the running back for the Colts. Yeah. I think he's pretty good. I feel like the Colts... Uh, I, it's, it's difficult, this one. Um, it really is. I, I'm stuck. Actually, you know what? Uh, I don't know. I was going to say I'm going to go with the Colts, but if I go with the Colts and the Lions win, I'm going to kick myself. But if I go with the Lions <laughs> and the Colts win, I won't kick myself. Yeah, yeah. by that logic, I'm going to go Lions.
1: Oh, I'm gonna go Colts. Just go opposite you. I'm not. I'm not happy with it, but I, I can't call it. I Can't call that one.
0: <laughs> well, perhaps we'll come back to that one. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about the other two, and then if we want to change our minds, we can. Uh, game number two. I reckon game of the week, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Ready. Mm. Divisional matchup: Steelers at the Ravens. Six and Steelers against five and one Ravens. Steelers top of the AFC North. Uh, Ravens 2nd in the AFC North. Ravens have been on a bye this week, so they'll mm. they'll come back. Lamar Jackson's kind of getting back into form of last year. Yep.
1: Yep.
0: I'm going Ravens. Uh, oh, straight off the bat, I'm going Ravens.
1: I, I, I'm I going to go Ravens. I think they're yeah. going to be the ones that uh, give the Steelers their first loss. Yeah, I agree. It's because, that I'm going to say that because the Ravens' run game hasn't been their strongest suit, or mm. strongest part of their offence. Mm. And um, because the Steelers' run game is obviously very, uh, probably one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league, mm-hmm. I think the Ravens will edge it because they don't rely on their run game as yeah. much. So yeah. I think, I think the Ravens easily—well, not um, easily—but um, no. I think the Ravens win. I think yeah. that's going to be an amazing game there.
0: It's going to be a quality game. I mean, the offense of the Ravens kind of against the defense of the Steelers, but you yeah. know, the Ravens have a good defense and the Steelers also have a good offense. So oh, mm. <laughs>
1: I'm excited to watch that. <laughs> it's
0: going to be so good.
1: Is that a Sunday game?
0: Yeah, all three of these are Sunday games. Um, and then leading us to our final game, I already know who I'm going for in this one. This is more evenly based based on record rather than, I think, quality, maybe. Yeah. But Saints at the Bears. So Saints 4-2, Bears 5-2. Who are you saying?
1: The Saints are not the team they used to be. No, so, we um, Have you gone Saints?
0: Yeah, I'm going Saints. I mean, Saints are my team. I can't. Yeah. I've got Kamara in my fantasy as well. I can't go for the Bears. I've been slating the Bears this whole time, anyway. <laughs> but I feel yeah, like yeah. this could be a matchup that the Saints could lose. It could be another one of these sticky wickets, you know, mm. kind of like the Raiders when we lost that one.
1: The Saints, they have not been doing it for me. Um, Drew Brees isn't confident without Michael Thomas. Mm. So, and you know what? I, you know how I think about Nick Foles. You know, I love, yeah. my, I love him. I love yeah. my Nick Foles. So, yeah, and I think it's Bears for me. Um, I love Cordera Patterson as
0: well. Good, so, good, yeah. good. I'm glad you went for that one. I feel like that was. I'll chuck that one in there because I know you'll go yeah. biz. But I think the Saints will win that game because yeah, I don't yeah. think they were very good against the Rams. But
1: um... no, I, I don't think they that that game was not a good game no. for either team, to be yeah. honest. But um, let's not reflect. Too I, much about I'm that not game. I'm not sure about the Saints this season. No, they're also, no. they're a good team, obviously, and they're on six and oh four and two. But mm-hmm. they're not they're not doing it. They're not no. so in. They're missing Michael Thomas a lot, and um, it's not even like they haven't got good, other good wide receivers. Obviously, they've got rookie wide receivers, and mm-hmm. um, Kamara, obviously, amazing, but they're not. The- they're not doing it so yeah
0: Yeah. fair enough then so that's uh colts at lions you've gone colts i've gone Lions. that's steelers Uh at ravens we've both gone the ravens and that's saints Uh at bears you've gone bears and i've gone saints so yeah stay tuned everyone for episode nine where we chat about that but now we're just going to jump into as we do every week our touchdowns for the week
1: you're listening to Let's Talk Touchdowns, a podcast by Kay
0: Ryan Hines and Morgan Edwards. OK, it's time now to talk about our favourite touchdowns for the week. And I've got a couple of contenders up there, but okay, I'm going to let you go first uh, and choose your favourite one. Which which one we're talking?
1: Okie dokie. Um, I think mine... I think it has to be one of Tyler Lockett's ones. It mm. was the, his second touchdown where yeah. Russell Wilson threw an absolute dime. He yeah. threw it perfectly, inch perfect where um Tyler Lockett had to he was the only person that could catch it. Um he was in tight coverage with a cardinal um DB and um, mm. Russell Wilson threw it through it into the end zone but just perfectly to where the DB had no clue what was going on and tie had to stretch for it. And um, it was a really good catch. And it was, it was, I think it was the throw more than the catch for me. Yeah. Um, I think that has to, has to take it for me. Who was yours?
0: Um, that was actually my second choice. Um, and I had it that a down in case you went for this first choice, which was um, a guy called Pringle. Um, that was my Chiefs. second choice. Yeah. 102 yard touchdown from the kickoff for the Chiefs. I thought, you know, they just got so many weapons there. And I think, yeah. For you guys at home, go check that one out. It's always great to see, you know, a, a, ki- a touchdown from the kickoff. And um, yeah,
1: they're quite rare, to be fair.
0: Yeah, but um, we've got a jam-packed episode on on let's talk touchdowns this week. So we're gonna gonna move swiftly on again to our next next feature before we introduce our our final uh, brand new feature. So this is as ever, what on earth is a down? What on earth is a down? Okay, now it's time for what on earth is a down. But I think sad to sad to say, Kay, this is going to be our last week of what on earth is a down.
1: It is. Um, I think we're running out of what is an earth. What on earth is a down?
0: We are running out of things to, to educate you guys on because we know American football is a complicated game, and uh, we hope that we've we've taught you guys uh, a few new things about the NFL. At least, I mean. We're definitely we know what we're talking about but we also do make it up a little bit on the spot as well but just a little bit so we're, we're glad we hope at least that you've learned something new there but um yeah
1: if there's anything uh you kind of want us to talk about or explain mm. to you just drop us a little message
0: yeah well that we could always reintroduce it later on if there's some more pressing uh rules or concepts that we haven't explained that we that perhaps we've missed out but for now uh, as the end of the season, well, it's not even approaching, but we're getting to the point where we can start thinking about yeah. the playoffs. We're going make ex-
1: way through the season, isn't it? Yeah.
0: So, we're, Kay and I are going to explain the playoffs. So, Kay, do you want to give us a quick kind of, kind of uh, chat through about uh, what the playoffs are and, and how it works?
1: The playoffs are kind of they're at the end of the season where the teams with the best records um, kind of compete to see who gets to win each division. So. Uh, teams in the AFC divisions will compete to see who's the AFC champion, and same with the NFC, uh, mm-hmm. see who's the NFC champions. And the winner, or the champions in each uh, conference, will meet at the Super Bowl.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, expertly put. And the kind of um, the way it works is that it's kind of actually different this year. It used to be that there were six teams from each conference going through. Now there are seven. They've introduced another wild card. So automatically, the winner of each division goes through and then you've got three extra wildcard teams So the next three best teams and the best way for us to explain this is if we actually talk about the current playoff picture and that yep. leads us perfectly to our brand new feature the playoff picture
1: <laughs> isn't that just nice how that worked uh, yeah it's just it's
0: almost as if we planned it k it's Unbelievable. crazy it's crazy so k is going to talk you through uh what the playoff picture as it stands uh, at the end of week seven is for the AFC, and I'm going to do the same for the NFC. So, okay take it away.
1: So, yeah, as Morgan said, if the uh, if if the league ended today, the AFC picture would be as follows. So, in the first seed, we'd have the Steelers, as they have um, they're on six and zero, so that's the best record in the AFC. And um, second seed would be the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs would play the seventh seed, which is the Colts. And um, who would you say, the Colts or Chiefs, Morgan?
0: I mean, Chiefs would win that game. Yeah. Surely they would. Yeah. yeah. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> uh,
1: and then you have the third seed uh, Titans versus the sixth seed uh, the Browns. Mm-hmm. Titans on five and one. Browns on five and two. Who are you saying, Morgan?
0: Mm, I think Titans because if if OBJ is still out at that mm. point, then the Titans. I think the Titans would win that game. You know, perhaps yeah. Browns won't continue the form that they've showed at the start of the season.
1: I think the Titan it's an easy um Titans win for me. The Browns are mm. a really good team, but the Titans are just amazing. Ryan Tannehill, mm. the Antonio Brown no, no no Antonio Brown, AJ Brown and <laughs> um Derek Henry. Yeah, they just got it for me.
0: Yeah, quality.
1: And then uh seed four of the Bills versus Seed five of the Ravens. Now that's mm. an
0: interesting one. Who would you say? That is that would be a very good game. I'm looking forward to that. It, yeah. Obviously, that's if the season were to end today. You know, it could be a very different playoff mm-hmm. picture at that point. I mean, the Ravens could be could be number one seed by then. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I'd go for I go, go for the Ravens. I go for the Ravens. I like the Ravens.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you again. The the Ravens just edge it for me. I think um, the Bills they're a good team, but they kind of struggle. They struggled a bit against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Ravens lost to the Chiefs as well. But I think the Ravens put on a better show than the Bills did. The Ravens would have it. And then in the hunt. Uh, we have the Raiders, the Dolphins, which is... Uh, Weird. <laughs> that's just strange. <laughs> yeah. Dol- uh, and then the Broncos, which it's isn't awesome going to last
0: long. No. Yeah, exactly. And um, they're the next three best teams in terms of record, yeah. aren't they? Yep. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Ken. I'll, I'll do the same for the NFC. Um, Please do. So seed one at the minute is uh, is the Seahawks on mm. five and one. My boy. Yeah, I mean that'd be interesting if the Seahawks go through as, as number one seed in the NFC. Um, number two seed uh, is the Packers, five and one. They've got the same record, but uh, the Seahawks currently sit higher than the Packers. I think it will be down to divisional wins. I think they've scored yeah. more. They've won more divisional matches than the Packers have. I think is what is how it works. Um, so Seahawks number one on five and one. Um, to two is the Packers on five and one as well, but they'll play because they're the next best one. They'll play the worst team because we forgot to mention didn't we, Kay, That yeah. uh, the seed ones they get a week off, don't they? The first week yeah, of the playoffs, yeah. seed ones get a week off. So then it's the wild card round. Um, so seed two Packers play the seventh seed Rams on five and two. Who would win in that one, Kay? the, the Packers or the Rams?
1: Uh, yeah, It's the Packers. Uh, yeah. The Rams. They're not. They're not. A, uh, they're not on the same uh, like caliber as no. the Packers. The Packers just take it easily.
0: Yeah, very much agree. Uh seed three. So the third best divisional team there is then the Bucks on five and two, and they'll play the sixth seed uh Bears on five and two. Who who's taking that one, Kay?
1: From this week's display it has to be the Bucks. Um, yeah, Tom Brady's it, leading that offense amazingly.
0: Gotta be, without a doubt. I'd I go love Bucks. Nick
1: Foles, but uh <laughs> Brady's doing it. Yeah. Brady's books.
0: Yeah, and then seed four. So the thing that you got to wrap your head around with, with the NFC playoffs is that no matter what your record is, if you win that division, you are one of the top four seeds. So the Eagles are trash on two, four, and one. They're,
1: what are the Eagles, Morgan?
0: They're, they're trash, right? But because they are the best of a bad bunch in the NFC East, they would still go through as the fourth seed. And they would then play the fifth seed because they are are the worst divisional team so they played the best wildcard team which is the cardinals on five and two
1: can you imagine the absolute scenes if the eagles got to the super bowl (laughs) if they won the super
0: bowl oh my god imagine that i mean they they should just we should just wipe out the nfc east from contention with this player because they they will they will guaranteed be playing the fifth seed match uh, yes. fifth seeds team because they'll be the worst of those four divisional winners and I mean it's going to be either the Cardinals or the Seahawks because I reckon those two might swap between one and, and two in their division I yeah. mean we've also got Rams from the uh, from the NFC West so that's a, that's a t- tight division over there yes. in the uh, over there in the NFC West and in the hunt then the next three teams are uh, my Saints four and two we're oh, uh, second oh. in our division behind the Bucks. so I mean us and the Bucks might might switch over at some point as well yeah,
1: who, 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 yeah definitely
0: uh, and then you've got the 49ers, another NFC West team joining the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Uh, they're 3-3. Three and, three. and the Lions are on 3-3 three and three as well. And um, I think what strikes me, Kay, is that the, I think there are better teams in the AFC at the minute, but there's a bit more depth in the NFC. So if you think, think of the top perhaps three teams in, in the league right now, I'd go with Steelers, Chiefs, Ravens. I mean, Seahawks and Packers are up there as well. But I'd say... The Steelers and the Chiefs and the Ravens are, are, are the best three teams in the league right now and they're in the AFC. So yeah. definitely more quality of the perhaps. More depth in, in the NFC?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, we haven't seen the Bears in playoffs. I know it's not... Um... It's not happening yet, but mm. uh, if it was ended today we haven't seen the Bears in playoffs, haven't seen the books in the playoff, um haven't seen Cardinals in the playoff in a long time and haven't seen Lions in the playoff for a long time. So it yeah, there's a lot more depth and it's I hope I hope there's it turns out something like this because it'd be an exciting mm. um end to the end of the season, exciting playoff times if the uh if the season just carries on as it is. It's an amazing amazing
0: season so far. Yeah, exactly. And uh, just to kind of wrap up this, what on earth is it there mixed with this? You know, our new feature, the playoff picture. Uh, one kind of little explanation of of how that playoff then progresses. So you've got obviously a bunch of winners and losers. If you lose in the playoffs, you're out. It's it's like yeah. it's um, knockout stages, isn't it? So good night. Yeah, the C- the seed one team that's been on that bye week for that first week of the playoffs. They then play the the worst team left in the playoffs. So. If we said, if we take the AFC, like we said, okay, so we went Steelers, obviously on bye. Then we Mm -hmm. said Chiefs winning that game. We're saying Titans winning that game and we're saying Ravens winning that game. So the worst team in terms of seed would be the Ravens because they're seed five because they're in the same division as, as the Steelers. So the Steelers would then have to play the Ravens, which would then lead the Chiefs to play the Titans. The winner of those respective two games then meet in the AFC Championship. The winner of that game then goes to the Super Bowl, and it's the same, exact same thing in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. Not really much more to be said, other than as the current playoff picture stands, there isn't a Patriot in sight.
1: Not one. And um, again, I've, I'm not going. I'm not sure how how long it's been since they haven't been in the playoffs. But, no. um It's not been. It's, it has to be a long while.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I don't have the stats on me right now, but. Ah, I like seeing the, the pitch it's not doing that well it's uh... yeah
1: it is it's nice to see because they're they were like the glory hunted team like they just won everything and it's not it's boring when you they just win everything now they're definitely not win every, winning everything
0: so mm. moving on now to our last little bit of of the show we haven't really shown much love to our fantasy league this I'm week, more than so. happy
1: not to show love yeah. to
0: it. Well, I won this week, so <laughs> I want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only saying this, Kay, because I got three predictions wrong again. <laughs> I want to make myself feel good. And yeah, I'll give we, it to you,
1: I'll give it to you.
0: Plus, we got a chat about it, because Kay and I played each other in fantasy this week, and it actually saw probably our best performance, both of us actually, yeah. our, both of our best performances of the season, unfortunately for Kay. Because I took the victory on that one. 175.96 points to K's, 145.42. You know, I just
1: wanted to be on the same record as the Giants.
0: (laughs) One in six. (laughs) You're you're just kind of replicating your Giants at the minute, aren't you, K? Yeah.
1: um, I think the loss to Saquon Barkley really affected me, and then Mm. just all went downhill from there. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. It's not really anything I could say. But you just did amazingly, I don't know. Carson Wentz got... How many points did Carson Wentz get for you? Carson
0: Wentz. <laughs> okay, so Dak obviously has been injured for two weeks now, so I've been jumping on the waiver wire for, like, quarterbacks uh, uh, as we go along. Had Fitzpatrick last week, didn't do that good. Got Carson Wentz because, like, well, they're playing the Giants, so of course he's going <laughs> to score points. Got, 20, got me 27 points this week. Um, I'm dropping him after next week. <laughs> well, they're, he, they're playing the, uh, the Cowboys next week, so I'm keeping him in for that because he will score a bunch of points <laughs> against the Cowboys as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, I'm quite glad. I wanted to talk about fantasy, uh, show it some love, because obviously I lost Dak, and I was kind of feeling pretty down about my season. But then to score, I'm so many of my players did well. So Wentz did well, Kenny Golladay did well, obviously. AJ Brown, um, Chase Edmonds, who had on the bench, also scored 20-odd points. Uh, I had Buda Baker, the guy who was chased down by, um, by DK Metcalf, and he scored me 25 points. It's unbelievable. What? Yeah. 20, he had, like, That's 11 right. tackles, three assists, an interception, and that interception obviously ran for 90 yards, so yeah, he wrapped fair. up the points. So, yeah, I think that concludes it for uh, episode eight of, of Let's Talk Touchdowns. Obviously, we realise is quite a chunky episode, but <laughs> it'll be, uh, be a little bit quieter next week. With uh, We won't have what, what on Earth Is It Down, as we said, and we'll just be continuing with our uh, playoff picture, which I'll, I'll make a sting for that. I'll make a little jingle for that one by next week. Um, didn't have one for this week. But we might also be joined by an extra guest, so um, obviously we'll we'll, uh, we'll find out how Kay and I got on with our three predictions for the weekend. I, we'll, uh, I can tell
1: you how it's gonna
0: go. Yeah, I mean I'm probably gonna get them wrong. Okay, I? <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Stay tuned for, for that on episode eight. And then until then, we've been Morgan and Kay's been Kay. K. has been ki yeah, I've been Kay. Morgan. You've been Kay. Uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> we'll catch you in the next one. See
1: you. See ya.